Good morning, welcome to Audio. Someone reached out the other day and said that their daughter likes listening to the podcast with them and that they they asked for the man with the calm voice, uh, which is very sweet. I don't think of myself as having a calm voice, but um, I'm very flattered. I'll try to keep it calm. Um, we're getting to the end of the alphabet of good things here, and as I can see, it's been okay. I do feel like, um, well, it's taken me to some unexpected places, but I was just saying to my friend the other day that one of the things that I miss about uh, the way I normally do podcast episodes is the immediacy of that. The way that something would happen in my life, it would get me thinking about a topic and then I'd talk about it. And it had a vibrancy because of that, in a way that coming up with words, I mean, the creative constraint of you have to now come up with a word that starts with this letter and try to balance it with all the other words that you've already talked about. That's, it's good, but it's not as good. And so I'm looking forward to getting back to the way I had been doing things because Frankly, I think there's more value for me and probably more interest for you in doing it that way. We have a couple more letters to go, though, and and also, frankly, because my wife said, I don't think you're going to finish this alphabet. I'm going to finish the alphabet. Um, but this one has that vibrancy and immediacy because it ties into something that just happened, which was, as I mentioned in a, in a post on Instagram, we have long felt like our kitchen island was too small. Um, But for a long time, we had our kitchen table in the kitchen, and there just wasn't room for anything bigger. I mean, you just, by the time you push the chair back, it just, there wasn't room. But then, my wife had the brilliant idea to move, to essentially swap out our table and our couch. So now we have, one of our couches is in our kitchen, which is awesome. And... Our table is now in the bay window where the couch used to be, which is also awesome. Doesn't get the afternoon um, hot light that you get in the summertime, but it, it you still get some light coming in through the doorway to the kitchen. In the wintertime, uh, you get, we get to sit at the table and look out on our yard, which is delightful. And, and most importantly, for the purposes of this conversation, um, it means that there is, there's a different sort of space in the kitchen, different sort of spaciousness, because I have a pebble in my shoe. It's driving me nuts. Uh, and I should also note that it is unseasonably raw and cold today. After a couple days uh, in the high 70s and 80s, it's only supposed to get up to 57 today. It's in the 40s right now. I've turned into a wimp. Um... Okay, back to the kitchen. The couch. The couch with a coffee table takes up the same amount of room as the table. But the couch without a coffee table allows for a much larger island in the center of the kitchen. And we've been thinking, gosh, that would be awfully nice to have a larger island in the center of the kitchen because 
we just need more prep space. We don't have a ton of prep space. Well, now we do. Now I'd say we have sort of the amount that most people are used to in their kitchen. But for a long time, we had less. Now, coming from our old apartment, we had about the same amount in our kitchen. Our kitchen was an upgrade, frankly, from our old apartment. But this is an upgrade still. And we now have hmm, more than twice the counter space on this island than we had on the old island. And we actually kept the old island, put it up against the wall. So we still have... Yeah, so it's a real improvement. <clears throat> At any rate... After looking around <clears throat> at what we could get, we've found the right thing at Ikea. And drove down, and I talked about the whole adventure. We'd got food truck burritos and ate them in the bed of the truck overlooking the New Haven waterfront in Connecticut. And got to see an old friend of my wife's at the same time, and uh, whose stories about whom loom large in our family. So that was blew the kids' minds to meet this person. And, and it was just a very memorable night. I mean, it was kind of crazy. We drove two hours there. It had a super late dinner. Uh, drove two hours back and got home wicked late after a day that we'd already driven back from our mini vacation. So we were tired, but it was great. And then the next day I put together this island and it's absolutely fantastic. And when I posted about it, I'm finally getting to the point, five minutes in. When I posted about it, a handful of people who were like, you? Ikea? To which I said, yes, absolutely Ikea. And in fact, those of you who have uh, been longtime listeners of the show way back, I did a, an episode about my love for Ikea, which let's sum it up briefly by saying, I think it it's fantastic that there's an option out there for those of us with not much money to find a well-designed piece of furniture that is flat-packed so that you can go pick it up and bring it home in your vehicle uh, without having it shipped in an expensive sort of way. And, 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 and the emphasis on design and, frankly, their emphasis, uh, to whatever extent it is, on environmental sustainability, which I know has been increasing over time. Now, the thing that I think many people think that I would object to is the corporateness of Ikea. And now I get to the point of this podcast, which is that I think it is good to be somewhat unexpected in your beliefs. And we all have things that we love that people looking at us wouldn't think, oh, that person loves that thing. Both because we put people into categories and we kind of lump things together in very crude ways that have to do with the way the culture more broadly is, but that don't allow people to be individuals, or rather, when they are individuals, it surprises us. When somebody loves two things that seemed like they wouldn't go together. For me, a big one, for instance, is my love of pop music. And for many people, the image of the spoon carver is the person playing the guitar around the campfire, playing some bluesy thing or doing a sing-along or something like that. And I love pop radio. And not in an edgy, cool way, in a like totally um, mainstream sort of way. I just love it. 
And that messes with people because their image of me now has to expand to take in that idea. It even messes with my wife, who's known me for 15 years now, and, and I'm still constantly saying things where she's like, really, you? To which my favorite thing to say to her is, you don't know me, which I say tongue in cheek, but it's also true. And I think it's important that we allow ourselves to be individually ourselves, even if that comes as a surprise to people. And that we allow ourselves to change our beliefs and not just assume the beliefs of others because that's the group that we partly exist in, but are honest with ourselves about what we like and what we don't like. It would be easy, being part of the green woodworking culture, to say, you know, my values are the best furniture is furniture you make yourself. The best furniture is furniture that has some uh, some history or connection, you know, somebody you knew made it, or it's very well made and in, made in the U.S. by craftspeople. And all of those things are true. And yet, I can also love Ikea. And in fact, I think it's it is more interesting when somebody likes something that I don't necessarily think they're going to like. Whenever I come across it, it makes me sit up straight and look at the person more closely. And frankly, respect them more because they're clearly going through life as an individual and thinking through what they like and don't like instead of um, assuming an identity based on uh, what a group is like. And I don't think any of us do this on purpose, and I don't think any of us do this hook, line, and sinker. I think each of us does this to one extent or another. And I think if we can allow each other to be different from what we would expect, it allows for beautiful things to come into our lives. It allows for us to each be who we are instead of in some box where we feel like we need to uh, have a certain opinion about something. But in order for that to happen, I think it helps if we can see that, in order for us to give that luxury to someone of letting other people be uniquely themselves and celebrating that, it helps if we can see that clearly in our own selves first and recognize and value on, dogs. The ways that we break from the pack ourselves. Even if that means embracing a different pack. Right? I think if all you think of is, well, I don't do things that are popular, that's how you end up uh, 
in what I would call the stereotypically hipster mentality, where if something is mainstream, you're not into it simply because it's mainstream. And more interesting to me is being clear about what mainstream things you love and what weird things you love and what mainstream things are weird and what non-mainstream things are not weird and mashing it all together in something that's new, uniquely you. When we do this, I think we make ourselves <clears throat> more interesting as people. And we make ourselves more whole as people. We make ourselves more whole to ourselves, right? Because we are truly being who we are. And, and we make ourselves more interesting to others because we're a unique package. We're not just mm, someone who can be put into a box and say, oh, they're one of those people. You're like, no, I'm me. And, and there's a real power to that. There's an there's a empowerment that comes with it. And there's also a, a, an allure to that. And, and I think we can all give each other permission to be this the more we talk about it and the more we <clears throat> say, look, I don't presume to know all of you and I'm sure you've got some funky cool stuff that you're into. And that's great because I've got some funky cool stuff that I'm into as well. And some of it you might not think is cool, but I think it's cool. And as long as we agree to let each other think whatever we think is cool without trying to be right, then we can all coexist in a place where we're just appreciating what we appreciate. And I don't need to like the things that you like, and you don't need to like the things that I like. And it all comes from being willing to do the things that people don't expect. Thanks as always for listening. Talk tomorrow.